when there's misalignment in your partnerships and relationships, it literally affects all areas of your life, especially on your health in the form of stress on your body, mind, heart, and soul. Disease is just dis-ease showing up in your body. And a lot of stress, I would say the majority of stress happens because of either the connection or the relationship we have with ourselves being in misalignment or the connection or relationships we have to those around us. Welcome to the Pave Your Paradise podcast. I'm Mandy Ross, international media personality, speaker, writer, life cheerleader, and coach. Each episode, I'll share a guest or an idea to help you blast through your limiting beliefs, nourish your soul, and connect with yourself to take your relationships, health, business, and life to a next level. We don't play small, we're meant for great things. We take our struggles and turn them into slam dunk successes. This is the place for you to create your best you so you can pave your personal path to paradise. Are you with me? Let's do this. Hello and welcome back to the episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and for your continued support. Your subscriptions, reviews, shares, social media, and podcast love mean the world to me. And I feel honored for you to be spending your time with me in this moment right now. So as you might hear in the background, I am actually right now on the road. And as I am recording this, I am sitting here in a beautiful RV and I'm in the wilderness and mother nature tonight is blessing me with rain this freshness may appear here and there in the episode just to give you guys a heads up but i would love to know how you're tuning into today's episode are you driving are you listening while you're walking are you working out are you on a lunch break I would love to hear your listening style, so please send me a snapshot on social media and tag me, Mandy J. Ross, and Pave Your Paradise Podcast on Instagram. Da, 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 da. And now for today's episode, let's dive right in. So today's episode is all about one of my favorite things to discuss with you guys, which is relationship and how to strengthen, deepen, and grow them. <laughs> Sounds like I'm talking about plants, but really, you can compare the two, and it's a beautiful metaphor as flowers need tending to in order to blossom and who doesn't want a flourishing garden of budding bonds in their life. Clearly I'm feeling in a super creative mood right now. So today's topic is about the one question you can ask to radically change your relationships for the better but also the meaning behind its power and I'll be sharing insights on how to shift your mindset around your approach to those nearest and dearest to you so you can have win-win partnerships. Sound great? All right, let's keep going. So why is this important? Well, because we're always trying to improve our connections to level up our lives and harmonious relationships help to nurture our paradise within. And you guys know how I feel around the philosophy of paving your own paradise, hence the podcast. Before I reveal this life-changing question, 
I'm going to share with you the context that inspired this entire episode because as you know how I feel about stories, every story does have meaning and I think it's really important to explain why something is important, not just the importance of it. So recently I was having a conversation with one of my guy friends about relationships. Shocker, I know. And he explained his last relationship dynamic that he was more of a realist and she was more of a dreamer. I find in a lot of relationships, whether they're connections I have in my life or others, that one person tends to be one and one person tends to take the role of the other. It is a very interesting dynamic because you're dealing with two different perspectives. You're dealing with two different attitudes and approaches towards life. You need to be able to know how to navigate these kind of scenarios when you're dealing with someone who potentially has a very different perspective to the world around them. So in the case of my guy friend, he was the one who took the role of the realist and he always felt the need to be the one to bring her back down to earth, i.e. reality, as she was often in her dream big state of mind. He communicated to me while his relationship now is over, at the time it seemed like his partner didn't feel like he understood her. Okay guys, this is going to be revelation time. I totally understand this scenario as I've been there and I continue to deal with this sometimes in my own connections in my life. I definitely have a lot of experience and I want to speak on what I've gone through and also grown through on the learning journey with this one. So not feeling supported by my partner, uh, being a a huge dreamer and a big creative. I would definitely describe myself and I think others would as well as a visionary And at times I have ideas come at me like boom, 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 boom. And my excitement that follows (laughs) can be exponential and extremely powerful. I've experienced partners making comments to me like, what the, you know what? Or other things that literally squash my enthusiasm. And in the moment, it's actually really saddening. It makes me really sad by their lack of excitement. Quote unquote, there have been times when I've used the phrase Debbie Downer, I will be honest, as I like to refer to those people in those moments. I can joke about it now, but Oh my goodness, guys, it's been challenging at times, especially when you're a creative visionary and or a solo and or entrepreneur, and you feel like you're around a dream smasher. Here's the thing that I want to make clear. It's not the fact that they don't buy into or agree with my idea at the time, but that I don't feel like they want to share or celebrate my excitement. That to me is what really gets me down. This one could be a winning idea. How amazing is that? Even if only for a short time, couldn't you try to make an effort to rejoice in this moment of inspiration and enthusiasm bubble rather than rain on my parade or try to burst it? That's literally what rolls through my mind in these moments, if I'm being totally forthright with you guys. Maybe some of you out there can relate if you're big dreamers and you have people who are the realists in your life. I know it may sound dramatic, but being that I'm on one end of the spectrum where I'm such a big dreamer, 
I can really attest to feeling vulnerable enough to share things in that moment. And sometimes those things are really meaningful to me, especially. And when someone close to me either has no little or an opposing reaction to my thoughts or ideas, it can feel really disheartening. However, as I'm a diplomat, I can completely understand the others or the realist side too. I can get how it can be completely frustrating if nothing is ever accomplished by the said dreamer. How, whether it's a partner, a friend, an acquaintance, a coworker, if someone is continuously coming to you only with big dreams and they're not taking action or they are only ever communicating that and then nothing's happening, I could understand why someone on the other end might have frustration or be having an attitude like, oh, well, I don't really care this time. I've heard you say this before kind of thing. So I just want to make that really clear that there is always two sides to every scenario. And I want to be fair. I'm not harping on the people who quote unquote would call themselves a realist in this scenario. I think it's really important to also note that it's really imperative in your life to have all types of people around you, but to also have that within yourself. Because the whole point of this podcast is creating paradise within, you know, paving your own path to paradise. If you want to have a healthy, happy, and harmonious life and also relationships, you need to have a balance of that realism and being realistic, but you also need to have the dreams. You also need to have the visions. You also need to have the creativity. And it's really a matter of merging and marrying the two so that you do have balance of both. A really beautiful example of this exact scenario was actually a woman who I met a while back and she and I were having a chat again about relationships. Go figure. It seems to be a pattern in my life. We were having this beautiful relationship chat and she and her husband both happened to be ADHD. So she explained it in that when you're ADHD, you tend to hyperize everything. So if you're feeling really happy, you are extremely happy. If you're feeling down, you're feeling extremely low and down and depressed. If you're excited, you're extremely excited. And it's like you're all of your energy and attention is focused on that extreme emotion. In her scenario, she was actually the realist and her husband was the big dreamer. I'll never forget the time she actually described the scenarios that were going on within her uh, relationship with her husband. And she described it as he would come to her, obviously in a very excited and hyped up state. And he'd reveal these you know, extravagant dreams to her that sounded honestly, in her words, ridiculous to her every single time. Like she would look at him with that face, like, are you serious? Like, like what? She ended up realizing that by virtue of her having the reaction in that time, in the way that she was going about it, she was actually hurting him. She was hurting his feelings and it was creating a big disconnect between the two of them. She took a step back and she said, you know, how should I best approach this scenario so that 
I don't feel as though I'm lying to him in that I think that all these dreams are going to come into reality, but how can I at least not hurt him basically? And so she ended up shifting her attitude to allow him his excitement in those moments. She moved from putting him down and bashing his ideas to celebrating with him in the moment and letting them pass because ultimately most of the time his ideas did not come to fruition. They weren't things that he ended up actually doing but it actually became fun for her she described for her to really be able to celebrate with him in the moment it was almost like a little game they had where he would come to her with these in, sometimes insane or crazy or ridiculous ideas and instead of putting them down or reacting like what are you talking about and making him feel badly she decided you know what I'm just gonna celebrate his big dreams for the for a few moments and let myself get fully excited with him and share that joy and that enthusiasm rather than being annoyed. And she said it was an absolute game changer for their relationship. So the big takeaway for me in any relationship and something that I hope that could help you guys out there listening is that I think it's really important to focus always on what is someone's intention in the scenario? What is someone's intention in any relationship? What is inspiring someone to do something? Is it coming from a pure and positive and genuine place of goodness? Because this can work whether you're the realist or the dreamer in the scenario. If you're the dreamer, is the person who is reacting in a way that maybe you're saddened by, do they genuinely care about you? Do they, in their day-to-day actions, show you that they have the best interests for you? Do they love and care about you? Could it be that maybe they just want to protect you from you hurting yourself, from you not achieving your goals, from you not performing to the best of your abilities? These are all things that, as the quote-unquote dreamer, typically in partnerships, I ask myself, and it honestly avoids a lot of animosity and also resentment towards people who sometimes don't share the enthusiasm. I almost think, I'm not going to say it's impossible. Most people will never get to the, on the scale of my enthusiasm to that level. But there are a lot of people around me who will share the excitement to a pretty high degree. So when I am met with people who don't, I have to ask myself and have that kind of conversation within as to, do I think their intentions for me, generally speaking, are actually coming from a pure and positive place? Now, if you're coming from the other side of the spectrum and you're typically the realist, the one that's more grounded, more down to earth, more, you know, logical, quote unquote, not that, again, they can't be both because every one of us has both within us. It's just a matter of how much of each you have. So if you're the realist in it, I think it's important, like the last scenario I described with the husband and wife who are both ADHD, what is the intention of the dreamer? Do you think that they're just trying to BS you? Do you think that they're just trying to fluff you up or to flatter you or to make themselves feel amazing? Or do you think they genuinely are just big dreamers? Maybe they're super creative. Maybe they do have a lot of great ideas. It's really important to always ask yourself, what is someone's intention and where are they actually coming from? Think of the source of their approach. Think of the source of their perspective because 
every single one of us has a different approach and perspective to life. And it really is important to respect people from where they're coming from and the level that they're at. And not to say you're above or below it, but just to respect them from the space they're coming from. All right. So if you've deciphered through all of these feelings and emotions and questions and scenarios, it is now time for me to reveal the ultimate way to support your friend, your partner, your coworker, or your loved one, or whoever it is in the scenario, who you're dealing with, whether you're the realist, the dreamer, maybe you're both at times, but whatever scenario it is, the game-changing question to best support your relationships is, how can I best support you in this situation? Boom. Just saying this feels so good and it's so elevating. You see, when you ask this exact question in these scenarios that you come across in your relationships, you literally open the gates of communication specifically personalized to that individual you are interacting with for them to tell you exactly what they need. That's huge. People want to be understood, they want to be heard, and they want to feel like you're listening to them. Here's the thing as well. We often assume we know how to best support someone, especially if it's someone that we're really close to and or we love. We take on the role of mind reader, figuring that we know them best, so we must know how to best support them. Now that might sound like it makes sense, but here's the thing. A lot of times we might think that we know the people we love the most, the best over everybody else, but they still have a mind of their own. They still have wants and desires of their own. They still have needs of their own that you might not be aware of. Also, there are times when we assume or subconsciously assume that we should support them by doing what we would want done in that given scenario. And oftentimes that's so not the case. Again, each one of us has our own set of requirements and requests and every single scenario is different. If someone's dealing with one thing, maybe they want one type of support. If they're dealing with another type of situation, maybe they want a different type of support. You just don't know until you literally ask them directly. Here's another insight that I've learned that I think is really important to note, which is sometimes the best way to support is just by simply listening. That's it. Again, it's easy to go into problem solver, solution finder, or in the case of myself or others in the self-growth industry, I will literally sometimes just go into coach mode to try to diagnose and figure out solutions and provide my insights on how someone can help themselves. But I've learned also that by following up with only if it's okay with you, I can provide some insight, question mark. And whether it's a girlfriend I'm listening to, whether it's a friend, a partner, a business associate, whatever the case may be, when you ask permission of someone and you do it in a really caring, genuine and thoughtful way, respectful way, people really seem to feel much more open to actually being more vulnerable with you, to share with you what it is they really need. 
if you come across as aggressive or, oh, I know, I know this, I know it all. Or again, if you're just really kind of a downer and you just want to kind of put down their ideas and or make them feel small, chances are they're not going to be comfortable opening up to you. And when you do this, you can attentively listen, not respond, and they have the choice to ask you if they want to. Relationships are a give and take, and they also each are so unique in dynamic and expectations and desires. That's why crystal clear communication is the key in the health and vitality of them. How to be there in the best way for one another is essential and needs to be clarified for each person involved to feel truly supported. When you feel genuinely heard, understood, and acknowledged, that's when you feel love. When you do this for another person, they feel your love. This creates unity, intimacy, peace, and harmony in all of your relationships. My closest connections in my life are the ones that I've attempted to or have implemented these relationship rules into, or what I like to call loving lessons, because they're built on pure love, appreciation, respect, trust, and support for one another. This question in particular has been a game changer in my life. I'm not perfect. My relationships are not perfect. But the people who I love in my life know that I am there for them. And I really do try my best to always communicate to them that I do care to understand where they're coming from and to acknowledge them and to also make them feel heard. I think active listening in particular, going along with this question of how best can I support you, active listening is a huge one. People really want to feel heard. If you can have someone feel heard, that could mean the absolute world to them. Working on active listening is also, I'd say, a follow-up to this question because it's kind of a two-stepper again where it's not just a matter of asking how can I best support you because they might give you a laundry list or they might give you one thing in particular that they require in order to be best supported, but you also have to take the initiative after the fact of them communicating that to you and trying your best to actually follow through if hopefully you genuinely meant that you do want to support them. So if just listening is their number one you know, request or requirement, then you're going to have to work on being a really great act- active listener. If they have other requests, then I think that's another conversation to be had or, or an elongated conversation that you discuss and get clarity on if they've given you some expectations or requirements on how you can support them. If there's anything that you're unsure of or you don't understand to make sure that you just ask them straight up, what would this look like to you? Or how, like, how would the scenario play out if you could have the ultimate support from me? Oh, there's mother nature showering me with her love through rain. I love it. So the bare bones of it, guys, is that the people around you should be able to turn to you, especially in times of crisis. It's super easy to be there for people and vice versa for people to be there for you when the good times are rolling. But when those situations come up that are life threatening or that are really hard to deal with, Having this question ready to cut straight to the chase to how you can best support them will not only save you time, but it'll save you energy and mental bandwidth so they can tell you exactly how you can be there for them. It basically takes the guesswork and the assumptiveness out of the scenario. 
and let's be real I know I love it when things are crystal clear to me I don't like having to be a guesser I don't like assuming that I know all I don't want to have to beat around the bush or do some sort of extravagant investigation to figure out how to get a solution found. You can think of it as a cheat sheet basically on how to best support the people in your life that you care about. I really do believe your life boils down to the quality of your connections and the experiences you have and share especially with those connections. Hence why it's so important to have go-to methods like this one that you can use like this phrase to create happy, healthy, and harmonious bonds in your life. When there's misalignment in your partnerships and relationships, it literally affects all areas of your life, especially on your health in the form of stress on your body, mind, heart, and soul. Disease is just dis-ease showing up in your body. And a lot of stress, I would say the majority of stress happens because of either the connection or the relationship we have with ourselves being in misalignment or the connection or relationships we have to those around us not being in alignment and the weight of the stress of that puts on our bodies is insane it is insane and it can be easily avoided with the proper tools and techniques that you can implement into having those beautiful blossoming relationships in your lives. As humans, we are born to connect and to live in peace with one another. And I really truly believe that full heartedly. It plays a significant role in your overall well-being. And there's so many studies that also show that if you have high quality connections in your life, you actually end up living longer. That's shocking, but I can understand the truth to that because it has such a direct and profound effect on us. While you guys know I'm a believer that happiness is an inside job, hence the Pave Your Paradise podcast and philosophy, when we have next level relationships, it amplifies the ecstasy and the bliss that you experience within. It is directly correlated to the amount of happiness in your life. And ultimately, we can always be nicer, more compassionate and caring towards one another and help raise each other up through supporting and uplifting each other. I really and truly believe that. So again, the reason why I wanted to share this topic from my heart today is because this is one question again I'll repeat it for you guys how can I best support you in this situation this question sounds very simple but I promise you and this is your homework for this week I would highly suggest you go out there and to the people that you care about the most you throw this beautiful love bomb of a question at them next time they're going through something and see the kind of response you get. I would absolutely love to hear what the scenario turns out to be when you do because I I don't want to assume but I would be very curious, positively curious I would say, to know how they respond compared to when you didn't use that question. If you're listening to this and this is totally resonating with you, I just want you guys to know that I'm only human. I do feel that I live an extraordinary life, but I am an ordinary 
person who loves deeply and I love hard and my relationships mean the world to me. And if there's anything that I learn along the way, such as this question or this phrase that can help you guys, that is what I'm going to do. I'm going to share it with you because I really want you guys to have next level relationships because I know that when you do, that's only going to add to and amplify your paradise within. And if I can navigate relationships and connections in my life, and if I can take them to a next level, then guys, you can totally do this too. All right. On that sweet little note, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you're loving our time together and would love to support this podcast, I have something really special coming up for you. So stay tuned to next week's episode because I will be revealing a sweet little special something for y'all and I'm really excited about it. All right, guys, that's it for this episode. It would mean so much to me if you loved it, of course to share it with others who could benefit from hearing these words too, and to subscribe and review only if you feel called to. I love hearing from you. I love hearing your feedback, and I love hearing what you guys would love to hear more of. So please send me messages, send me your feedback on social media, and as always, I am sending y'all so much love and light and wishing you a lovely day of connection to yourself and others out there in this big, beautiful, and magical world. Mwah! Thanks so much for joining me. If there's anyone you know who you think could benefit from hearing today's episode, it would mean the world if you'd share it with them. Love what you heard? Then please subscribe. If you really love what you heard, then please leave a review with your honest and loving thoughts. This podcast wouldn't be possible without your support. If you feel called to, please make contributions to my podcast fund that helps me to keep it going strong, bringing on amazing guests for you, and to continue the ripple effect of spreading goodness in the world. I appreciate you, your time, and your energy, and I love hearing from you, so drop me a line on social media. As always, I'm wishing you a positive day and your own piece of paradise. Until next time, sending you love and light and keep shining.